Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of being the best version of you? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important, and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. BetterHelp knows no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. These incredibly convenient appointments are in a safe and completely private online environment, and you can start chatting with your new therapist in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can message with your counselor at any time and get a timely response, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions, which means no driving to an office, no waiting rooms, and no awkward small talk. Just meaningful sessions with experts who specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflict, LGBTQ matters, grief, and so much more. There is truly someone there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And with financial aid available and access worldwide, they truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help they need. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird murder. There are certain jobs that are considered high risk. Ones where the moment you clock in, you know that your life is on the line. But not many would consider retail as one of those jobs. However, on February 2nd, 2008, the women clocking into work at a Chicago Lane Bryant would have their lives put at risk when a still unknown assailant came in armed and ready to shoot. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Rhoda McFarland had a wonderful life. She grew up in a large Joliet family, was described as a courageous kid who enlisted in the Air Force as a nurse practitioner, got out of service unscathed, and was involved in her church as a pastoral assistant and worked there for many years, kickstarting a number of youth programs and helping to integrate inmates back into society and helping young girls prepare for adulthood. She was a kind woman, an incredibly selfless one, who, after getting divorced in her mid-40s and leaving her position at the church, was dreading having to start her career and life all over. But she met a man and soon thereafter got engaged and found a new job at the retail chain Lane Bryant. It wasn't supposed to turn into a career, just a placeholder until she found something more permanent. But she was soon offered a job as store manager and found that she enjoyed her time there. So she decided to stay and in her free time used her discounts to purchase clothes to donate to those in need. Everyone liked Rhoda and she was always willing to help out a co-worker who needed a break. Which is why on the morning of February 2nd, 2008, Rhoda came into work to help out her early morning crew, even though it was her scheduled day off. The store had recently mailed out flyers advertising a huge sale, so she knew her employees would be stretched thin this day. 
It was just the type of woman she was. However, it was a decision that would end up costing her her life. You see, while this story has started out about Rhoda, she was just one of five people who had their lives forever changed on the morning of February 2nd at the Lane Bryant outlet in the Brookside Marketplace in Tinley Park, Illinois. Rhoda showed up that morning to help the young girl who was working on her own, who welcomed having the seasoned help. The store was open to the public at 10 a.m., and within a few minutes, a few customers had filed in. As he began browsing the store's collection, a man entered the store. He was later described as a black man of average height and on the huskier side, wearing a black jacket, a knit cap that covered most of his cornrows, that he pulled into the back of his head, a single piece with green beads threaded through and was hanging down near his ear. He began chatting with the staff, claiming to be the delivery man and holding a stack of papers. But while the other employees kept chatting with the man, Rhoda, who knew there were no deliveries scheduled for that day, called another store for clarification. Roughly 15 minutes later, his ruse becoming thinner and thinner, the man pulled out a gun from his pocket and began yelling at the women inside of the store. He demanded the money from the register, as well as the cash each individual inside was carrying in their wallets and purses, and their jewelry all while pointing his gun at each of them. He then guided the four women, Rhoda, her co-worker, and two customers into the back of the store where they were bound with duct tape and told to lie face down on the ground. With them now defenseless and terrified, the unknown man began making sexual advances towards one of the women, though thankfully that was as far as he was able to get before taking the underwear off of the display floor and placing it on the heads of each of them. Time passed and other customers began filing in two of which were taken into the back to join his captors. However, one of these women decided to try and fight back. She was met with a hit to the face that left her bloodied and bruised. The new women were then bound and forced to lie with the four other captives. Forty minutes in total passed since the man entered the store and pulled out his gun. But as time began to pass, so did his calm exterior. Rhoda seized her chance, using the Bluetooth headset she was wearing she was able to secretly call 911. When the operator picked up, she quietly whispered the words, Lane Bryant and hurry. Unfortunately, her call did not go unnoticed. Just moments after 911 was called, the unknown captor could be heard through the line saying, I am losing it before the line cut off. He then picked up his gun and opened fire on his six hostages. Out of the six women lying helplessly on the ground, five died almost immediately. The only survivor was the young woman who Rhoda had come to help, who was able to turn her head at the last second, the bullet grazing her neck. She played dead until police arrived at the scene and rushed her to the hospital. By the time police arrived, the gunman was long gone. The five women who lost their lives were as follows. Jennifer Bishop, a 34-year-old nurse who was in the area for a conference. Carrie hudick Chiuso, a 33-year-old counselor at a local high school shopping for a new outfit for a get-together with some college friends. Sarah Sosfronsky, a 22-year-old likely looking for an outfit for her job in accounting. Connie Wilfold, a 37-year-old mother of two who was getting ready for a night out. And 42-year-old Rhoda McFarland the woman who wasn't even supposed to be at work that day. 
The identity of their murderer remains unknown to this day, despite a $100,000 reward and 10 years worth of investigating, leaving friends and family with nothing but questions and broken hearts. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 3rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.